Hey, hey. So we are a little bit late, sorry, but we are gonna be talking about heart transplant. Check your heart. We are on Facebook Live and we are on Apple iPod and Anchor iPod. So, I mean. Anchor Podcast. Anchor Podcast and Apple Podcast. And we are Facebook Live, we are here every Monday at 8.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And we are actually going to give you guys a little vote um, later because Mario and I have been talking about maybe possibly going earlier. Yeah, like 7.30. We thought 7.30 is good because a lot of people are like, man, by the time the show ends, it's later. Um, So we've been possibly thinking of going 7.30. Chime in. And uh, we'd like to hear your guys' replies, what you guys think of us going 7.30 uh, Pacific Standard Time. Yeah, and let us know where you're watching from. Same old, same old. Let us know city and state where you're watching from. We are coming to you live from Bakersfield, California. We're on the east side, representing east side. Yeah. Um, let us know where you're watching from. And um, we're going to just be talking about the heart. And we're just going to kind of chime in about our own heart. So Yeah, yeah. Because... Well, Mario basically wrote up the show, so I'm kind of chiming in and going to give you guys, um, like, basically my um, my little testimonies of how God has changed my heart. Yeah, so um, in Ezekiel 30, 36, 26, it says, I will give you a new heart and put a new spirit in you. I will remove from your heart of stone and give you a heart of flesh. And so we wanted to talk about just heart issues um not just heart issues but heart issues because from the heart everything stems and we as we just read in Ezekiel like a lot of us have heart issues and yes including me have heart issues we might if you uh, can understand where your bad attitude comes from it comes from your heart if you could understand where um, our our evil ways come from our it comes from our heart. Check your heart. Yeah, it stems from our heart, and so it's super important for us to understand that the, tonight we need a heart transplant. We need the Lord to get our heart of stone and change it to a spiritual heart, a heart that is like His, and uh, to remove that heart of stone and replace it with His flesh. Uh, his fleshly heart and it's it's a humbling reality if you could um just humbly think about right now uh can we accept our heart issues what heart issues do you have right now what heart issues mess with you separate you from god separate you maybe from good relationship family friends um, and even the blessings of God. Mm-hmm, uh, we mm-hmm. we want to believe that people in their hearts are essentially good and that they must be uh, coerced or victimized or provoked into bad behavior. However, Jesus said the opposite, that sins like evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, greed, malice, deceit, lewdness, envy, slander, arrogance, and foolishness, originate in the heart of man and we find that in mark 7 21 23 humanity has a heart problem we have heart issues from the beginning of time we have had heart issues and we need a heart transplant yeah. tonight so we use flash <laughs> your attitude yeah it's your heart baby 
check yeah. your heart. And not only that, um, you know, uh, today um, I experienced something. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if, it, if anybody has ever pressed your buttons. And when somebody presses your buttons, what come? I mean, if mm-hmm. it's difficult for you to practice self-control, um, then what comes out is what's in your heart. Yeah. What flows over is what's in your heart. And, you know, I think that sometimes God allows people to test you. Yeah. God allows people to test you. So you're all like, dang, why are people pressing my buttons? People are messing with me, like intentionally messing with me. Or people know that they've done something wrong, but they won't apologize. And they're just messing with you. It could be that God allows these things so you can have a mirror to see what's inside your heart. The way you react to another person, it it has to do with you. So people can mess with you all day long the way you react is a revelation of what's inside your heart. Right. You know? And sometimes we pass the test. At least I do. Sometimes I'll pass it. And sometimes I will miserably fail it because why I get in my feels, I get in my heart issues of like, no, they deserve to be talked back to or in a reaction. They deserve the bad attitude because yeah. they've just been mean or they try and keep you in a certain place. Mm-hmm. And so one way, here's a way to disarm people is you could say, and I, I've learned this, is you could say, you know what, I used to be this, but I'm not that any longer because people want to keep you in a certain place. And even if it was yesterday, you're you're a new creation today. Today's a new day. Now, if you're practicing those things, mm-hmm. because some of us have practiced sinful things. We have practiced sin that was inside mm-hmm. of our heart. I'll be the first one to raise my hand. I practice those as well. So we're not exempt from these no. things. But a way to disarm people is to say, you know, what? I used to be this. Mm-hmm. You used to know me as this, just like the Apostle Paul. Just like David, you used to know me as a Christian hunter. You used to know me as a Christian killer. You used to know me as a Pharisee. You used to know me as a drunk, a cheater, a liar, um, a person who dealt with rage. You used to know that Mm -hmm. Mario. And now I'm not that any longer because I'm a new creation in Christ. No matter if it was yesterday or the day before or how, whatever time frame they want to try and stick you in. Yeah. And Satan does that too. He comes to to your mind and he likes to accuse the brethren. It says mm-hmm. that he is the accuser of the brethren. So I needed a heart transplant. I don't know about you, but I needed a heart transplant because sometimes, I mean, and think about it. Sometimes we could go to church. Like I grew up in church. Mm-hmm. So... As I grew up in church, I could see that my heart was that of stone. Because how could it be that the powerful word of God had no effect on me? Mm-hmm. How could it be that this powerful word of God that has changed lives for years since the beginning of time. How is it that I could go to church and it have no effect on me? No conviction, no change. How is it? Well, it talks about it in the Bible. Right. And the only reason, and we're going to go through it, and the only reason is because a lot of us, we have a heart of stone. How is it that you could be speaking in tongues in one moment, and then with that same mouth talking trash about another person? And Paul talks about this. I speak in tongues more than all of you, but if you do not have love, 
It's rubbish. Yeah. It, it's nothing. And so it's super important for us to understand this is because the church is very good. I'm talking about the church. I'm talking about the people of the church. The church is very good at pointing out people's heart conditions, but we're not good at pointing back to ourselves and saying, hey, we have some issues. Mm -hmm. We have some heart issues within the church. We need to patrol ourselves first, and then we could be able to be the light to the world. So we just need to stop. We need to stop. Quit mm-hmm. it, quit quit being used by Satan and being an accuser mm-hmm. of the brethren yeah. and focus on God and say, okay, where are my heart issues? Where are my heart issues at? My heart issues are, you know, sometimes I just get mad. Like, man, I just want to react and tell people where to go, how to get there. Mm-hmm. Because I think I we went through the show of self-control. You're either a clam, so you're going to clam up, or you're gonna act out and you're gonna blow up i'm a clam so i climb up i i'm quiet until i've had enough that i'm like raw rage against the machine you know and it's not good and then i have to apologize later and i have to go to the lord and ask god for forgiveness and so mm-hmm. it's it's true that we all have heart condition yeah go for it, candy well for me i blow up you do i blow up don't get me all crazy because then i'll blow up say all kinds of things and i won't repent later i'll be like they deserved it they shouldn't have got me mad or i wouldn't have said that if they didn't do that but god is showing me like no that's not good those are issues of your heart those are issues of your heart you cannot control somebody else being used by satan okay your ex, your ex friend, the people at work, every people around you, if they get used by Satan to press your buttons, you have to learn how to overcome that. You can't change other people, but you can change your reaction. You see, what happens is when you allow other people to change you, to make you, to make you respond, you're giving them your power. You're saying that they have power to control you. No, you are in control. The thing is that we need to learn self-control. So go back to the video that we had about self-control. Your response has to do with self-control. So when I started to learn, like, not wall pop off and tell somebody where they, you know, what they did and where they can go. And that's just the way I am. And whoop-de-doop-doop, all whoop them and this and that. And then God's like, no. They have power over you. And I'm like, no, they don't got no power over me. No, they have power over me because they're able to do something, act out, and I react to them. So what you can do best is when someone's attacking you, talking crap about you, saying things, pushing your buttons, your best response is, you're irrelevant. You won't move me. I'm not going to react off of you. You have no power over me. And so that's what God has to change your heart for that. And and it doesn't have to be ugly. I still got a little attitude in there because God is still changing my heart. I still need a heart transplant. But I'm just saying, you don't have to give your power to other people. People have so much power over you. Let me get you like this. Um, you'll have a bunch of people being good for you, patting you on the back, saying, hey, you're doing a good job. But that one person says something, texts you, um, leaves you a voice message, says something. And all those good affirmations, all those things that people said good about you, they went out the window. 
just from that one person. Yeah. Just from that one person. And so what happens is that's a heart condition too. That's a heart condition. You're not trusting who God says you are, that you are ready to receive what anybody passing by says. What an ex says, what a co-worker that can't even get her job done. She got to say something about you. You know, you, you're helping her with her job. So I'm just saying you have to be careful. You have to eyes wide open, eyes wide open. So it's for you to see why are you reacting? You need to ask yourself every time you, you get crazy. All right. You have a moment. You have to say, why am I reacting this way? Why am I reacting to this person this way? Who does this person rep represent in my life? Like, why am I reacting this way? So we have to see why we react. Why, are, why is my heart acting like this? You know, I, I, man, let me just let you guys know. Before Christ, before Christ I was like a, a, just a mess, chaotic mess. And then when I got in Christ, it wasn't chaotic. It was an organized mess. So I'm still an organized mess, y'all. It's not chaotic anymore because Jesus came in. But I'm still a mess. Like he's still trying to, because I play tug of war with God. There's areas in my life where I, I don't want to give up sometimes. Don't start. What? Don't you dare start. I was just, not smi here. I was just don't, smiling. I don't want them to see me get all. I was just The smiling. blow up. Now I'm just playing. But, <laughs> but we, we have issues, Dude, it's right? It's like organized confusion between both of us because I'm super organized. My 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 life is a mapped out like two weeks in advance. I know what I'm, gonna, I'm doing. I know where I want to go. I know mm -hmm. where I'm headed. And then Candy comes in my life and wrecks it yeah. all. Like, and, I'm like, Well, what for the? me, one time, I, I mean, because I'm late all the time. And then he gets mad because I'm late. Let me tell y'all, any of y'all that are late, y'all have to work on that. That's not good. It's not good. It's not good practice. So when he gets mad because I'm late, I get mad at him. How am I going how do I have the audacity to walk in late and be mad at him because yeah. he's mad at me? It's like George like, Lopez line. Yes. She's like, why are you all mad? I just got I here. I just got here. I'm like, why are you mad? I got here. And then no, this is I haven't ever told you this. Oh, okay. So oh, you ready okay. for this? I I think so. Confessions. Okay. I'm gonna confess, okay. Because God's been dealing with me oh, okay. on this. Okay. So I'm going to... There's some breakthrough. There's yes. some breakthrough out I'm here. working on being on time, you guys, for real. Please pray for me. Dude, this is a stronghold. This I, I know it's a demon. I know. It's like the demon of lateness. Like, he don't want to let me go. And so that makes me and him fight because he's like punctual. He wants to be places 30 minutes on before hey, the time. Put it this way. If we go to the movies... And we ain't there 15 minutes before it starts. Oh, we Jesus. ain't going. Because she doesn't think it's rude that the movie starts. It's dark. We're tripping over people. We have um, 15 minutes me. of credit. It doesn't matter. We have 15. We it were there matter. 30. Okay, so I just went along with this. He lied to me, first of all, about what time the movie started. Yeah, that's So then I was upset about it because he said... It was like 30 minutes way before. We got our, our, our not our coffee, our, our Coke and our popcorn. Let me tell y'all what happens when you go too early in the movie. You finish your popcorn before the movie even starts. 
So now, guess what? Now I got to cross over everybody anyhow because I finished my popcorn. So I didn't, that didn't make no sense to me. But anyways, I'm trying y'all. So I would, I'm going to confess this part. For me, when I would show up, and I was late and he'd have his face. He would get a face right away. Like, that's his face. That's my face. <laughs> that's right there. He's just like, like, and if if he's being sarcastic, he'll be like, oh, guess who, guess who um, decided <laughs> to join us? He'll say something like that. I'm already rushing, y'all. Guess I'm, who decided to bless us with her presence? Yeah, he says something like that. And I'm like, ooh, <laughs> he just pressing my buttons. But then inside of me, it was like, I felt like you should be happy I'm here. You should be happy that I already showed up. So God started to deal with me. Like, yeah, I'm serious. That's what I thought for real. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. I said, how dare you say anything about me being late? You should be thankful that I even came. So God is like, do you hear what you're saying? Because I have to say it out loud because I thought it. I've thought this for years. Yes, I'm confessing it. It's ugly, right? When you say it out loud. So I said it out loud and God's all like, listen to yourself. I said it again. I said it. He should be happy that I showed up anyways, being all mad that I'm late. And then I I had to sit there and I said, dang, I have the audacity to be mad because he's mad because I'm late. I'm the rude one. I'm the rude one. I'm the disrespectful one. He didn't disrespect me. I'm the one disrespected. It's a heart issue, y'all. And unless we get there and really deal with our heart, we are not perfect and we need to stop acting like somebody else is offending us when we're the one offending somebody else. So that's what God had had to deal with me. Like, stop acting like Mario's offending you when you're the one that offended him and you're the one that's disrespectful. And so I really had to deal with that. So those are things that God is actually working with me right now. As we speak, if I shed a tear, you guys just pray for me. No, I'm just kidding. No, that's awesome because look at we all have heart issues. Uh, we we have yeah, that's we, my number we one, have guys. heart stone issues, and yes, sarcasm is not a godly trait. That, it is, he, does, he uses that one. It's not a godly. It's horrible. It's, not nice. it's horrible. And so that's something that the Lord is showing me. Like, dude, you got to stop with your sarcasm. It's not attractive. It's not. It's not good. It's not good, and it, it's very mean. Well, and, sarcasm is a form. If you look at sarcasm, sarcasm is a form of bullying. It's a form of people being superior, like feeling superior than other people. Or they joke on somebody else on their intelligence. They make fun of other people's intelligence. So they try to make themselves look smarter, funnier at the expense of other people. Okay. And so it's not nice. So So sarcasm, y'all. It's it's really ugly. It's not good. And us guys, that's that's a lot of our go to because unfortunately, uh, women are quicker in the thought. And it goes to their mouth quicker than we are. We're we're still thinking about the last thing they said. Yeah. And so that we, we go to sarcasm or we go to climbing up and closing down. So with that, 
So you ask God, you're, you're it. You, you've asked God for yes. a new heart. Lord, yes. deal with my heart issues. Deal you've asked that. Heart. But now because of that, and even in the physical, my dad had heart issues. You guys know this. So even in the physical, sometimes when there's, there's a heart transplant or they're, they're putting in new arteries, there's a rejection right off of right off the bat sometimes there's a rejection and so there there's uh which they call a residue or or rejection residue so you might have residual or you might have a residue of the heart transplant of your you, old self. of your old self there's some residue in there you're doing better but you <laughs> yeah. haven't got there yeah. right yeah That's you're saved but you're not yeah. quite saved Save, you know how yeah, christians yeah. say you know you, you you're there but you're just i'm not just quite saved enough you know I, i'll but, still jack you up yeah. so anyways there's some residue and this residue we have to ask the lord to help us in these areas because the word of god says that there are dry places and in those dry places that's where satan likes to do his best work so we have to ask the lord lord in that dry yeah. place in that stoned area of yeah. my heart it could be of an ex of finances of what happened to you when you were five thank you alicia she's like ouch right you can say amen or you can say ouch so those areas in your life we have to ask the lord lord take away those residuals take away that residue because i don't want that blocking anything between Mm -hmm. me and you Mm -hmm. i don't want that so lord help me help me right now i need you to help me uh, not be sarcastic with candy i need you to help me love her like christ loves the church i need you to help me um What's the other one? Created me a clean heart, Lord, so I won't yeah. sin against you. Lord, I need you now. It's yes. super important that we understand that there's still residual in our lives. Yeah. Now, it doesn't mean that we use it as an excuse. Mm-mm. Don't use it as an excuse. Well, right? Because a lot of our go-to is this. Well, that's the way God made that's me. That's the way God made me. No, he didn't make you like that. <laughs> he, didn't make, he didn't make me late. He didn't make me with a smart mouth. He didn't make me to be rage and try to slap everybody and their mama up. He did not create me like that. So that's an excuse. When we say that, that's an excuse to not change. And those are learned behaviors. Those are learned behaviors. All of them are learned. You learned them. So when you, this is the power, dude. If you learn them, you can unlearn them and you can learn something else. You have so much power. Through the power of the Holy Spirit. Yes. And I always want to say that for our viewers because I don't want people to think like like we're all into new age or anything else. The answer is always the Lord. Jesus. He's always the answer. You can try and do it by yourself. You might get a little bit, but to have a powerful transformation, like you're talking about from the old self to a completely new self to um, becoming a new creation, that's Christ. Yeah, that's Christ. You can't leave God out. So sometimes people are praying to the universe while the universe where you're praying to the creation because the universe is a creation. There is a creator. So I'm going to pray to the creator and call on his name because I need I need mountains to move. Right. I need to be changed. I need this heart to be changed. And through that heart change is through repentance. It's only possible that through the change of heart a person must come into the light in order to see what what is hidden what's hidden in your heart Mm -hmm. what's hidden and and some things that you could look at is look at your family history 
Look at your family history. Mm -hmm. This is why it's important. A lot of us Christians, we skip over the first chapter of Matthew, which talks about the lineage of Jesus and where he came from. Mm -hmm. Why do you think... Why do you think that it starts off with the lineage of where Jesus came from? And you need to understand where you came from. The things that mess with my dad messes with me. Mm -hmm. The things that mess with my grandpa has messed with me. The things that will mess with my son have messed with my dad or messed with me. So it's super important for us to hear about generational curses, generational vices. Mm -hmm. My family, uh, they have addictive personalities and we know what that is in the spirit world. We know that that is not a good thing. So my family, they struggled with alcohol. They struggled with drugs. They struggled with areas in life. And it's super important that we don't hide them. I'm not saying that you stand on the mountaintop and you're like, yes, my family's been addicted to this or that. I'm Mm -hmm. not saying that. I'm saying recognize and, and out of repentance, share with your family and friends and say, hey, Mm -hmm. I've done it with my son. I've done it with my daughter. Hey, our family comes from a line yeah. that the bad things, they come from a line of, of of addictive personality. And then I just went down the line. You need to be careful with these things. But I also tell them the lineage of where we came from. Hey, yeah. you're five generations deep, Isai. I tell my son, you're five generations. I'm my daughter. You're five generations deep in pastors yeah on both sides so, of our family that right there is huge you come from a pastor baby you're on the hit list <laughs> you're on the hit list satan is trying to wipe you out you sometimes we we forget where we come from you see there's there's like he said a lineage you have to look at your lineage like when i tell my children like my daughter and i'm like you are a pastor's child Do you understand what that means? You are a pastor's child. And that means that Satan's going to come against you. Why? Because he wants to wipe you out. Because you are here to do something for the Lord. He wants to take your territory, baby. Satan is attacking you to take what's yours. He's trying to take your purpose. He's trying to take your destiny. He's trying to take what your parents prayed over you. You came from parents that were prayer prayer warriors he's trying to snatch up what your parents prayed over you so he's after what you have he's not only after you he's after your territory he's after your children he's after your children's children you need to wake up and see what's going on but before you can even open your eyes to see any of this you have to deal with your own heart condition your own stony rocky heart that's why you can go in, into the presence of the Lord and not feel nothing because it's a barrier that's stopping you. It's a barrier. So that that rocky stone needs to be broken up so you can feel the presence of the Lord and let that deal with you first. And then you go fight Satan and take back your territory. And it's important because like I said, some things are hidden. They're hidden things and that they're and some things are hard for us to look at. But God is faithful to forgive us yes, and to cleanse is. us from everything mm. that our new heart, our new hearts are not proud of. If mm. we don't come into the light and admit that we have sin, there is no possible healing. And you could find that in First John, one, uh, verses five through ten. Yes. So we need to understand that there is a perfect love. There is a light. 
that is out there. That's the Lord Jesus Christ yes. that loves you exactly where you're at. And he wants to give you a heart transplant. Yes. He wants it. But a lot of times we deal with rejection. We deal with residue. Uh, of where we came from in the past and we're like man how in the world can I even start becoming what God has called me to do or becoming and understanding the purpose in life when all I've ever heard was I was a failure or um, look at the decisions I've made or it passed me by look at how old I am I I should have did it when I was 20 or 30 or 40 Mm -hmm. I I just want want you to know that the best is yet to come. Yes. The best is yet to come. Time is now. The time is that you were made for a time like this. I don't know who I'm talking to, but I know that that's for me as well. The best is yet to come. Yes. I'm 43 years old. I've never I've never been in so much peace in my life through my whole life till right now. And I know that God has something amazing for me. But the only reason why is because there had to be a heart there had to be a heart change. There had to be a heart transplant. Mm-hmm. I went from, um, woe is me, everything goes wrong. You know, my dad just said, and there were legit things. There were mm-hmm. legit things. There were things that I didn't ask for, you know, and I went from that to, is anything ever going to go my way to, no, I'm victorious in Christ. God made me for a purpose. Yes. He 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 sets uh, my, my path, you know, and... And things started changing. I started believing. I started believing. The word of God says, and so a man thinketh, so is he. Yes. And so as as I started thinking these things and believing in that the Lord could do these things, I could see my life changing for the better. Yes. Does it mean that I didn't go through any storms? No, it doesn't mean that I didn't go through. A lot of you know we've shared the storms that we have been through. Yes. The thing is to have peace and to understand who Jesus is. And in your heart to know that, man, the Lord is with me no matter what is going on. Yeah. So we will, you know, 1 John, I want to read it to you guys again. 1 John Mm. chapter 1 verses 5 through 10 you're victorious. You're victorious. I Man, I have tenacity to fight in the things of the Lord. When I was younger, I would fight for other things that did not cause. I'm talking about in the physical. I'd fight for things that didn't matter. Yes. But now I fight in the kingdom of God to bring freedom Amen. and power to people yes. and bring them hope. And, the, and it matters to me. If you guys need prayer, man, you could... You could message us and we'll pray with you guys it we just got off the phone we're we're dealing with and helping somebody get through anxiety yeah. and hurt and man it, it hurt our heart to mm-hmm. hear her mm-hmm. just cry and and so man we want to bring freedom and that yes. is the lord jesus christ <coughs> excuse me and the last thing is spiritual life begins in the heart and it begins with god 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 also has a heart Acts thirteen twenty one. Yes. And his emotions and desires which drive mm-hmm. his behavior towards his creatures. For example, he desires all people to be saved and to come to the knowledge of truth. We find that in first Timothy two four, there is a vast number of things about God we do not understand, but this verse is quite clear. God is a savior at heart. Mm. He's a savior and he wants to save you. What does he want to save you from? You could answer that question tonight. What what do you need to be saved from? Do you need to be saved from bad relationships? Do you need to be saved from bad thinking, 
bad decisions? Yes. Um, do you need to be saved from anxiety or fear? Anger. Anger. Yeah, yeah. Go to rage, uh, sarcasm. Uh, what do you need to be saved from? Mm-hmm. And so disappointment. The, or how about uh, saved from when you're stressed? Um, you stress eat. You need to be saved from your own self and what you put in your body. You know what I'm yes. saying? Like, I, obviously, I'm learning these things. I'm learning to take care of my body. Mm-hmm. I'm learning to eat the right things and to instead of being stressed or hurt eating, you know, walking to the refrigerator randomly and just getting something and eating. You don't even need that. Why do you yeah. do these things? Why do we do the things? Because not everything that we have been taught is right. I want to, I'm talking to church people too. Not everything that you have been taught is right. It needs to stand on the firm foundation of what Bible talks about. And it's funny because even the world likes to lump, you know, Christians together. No, I'm sorry. Not all of us are like Westboro Baptist people that say we hate, you know, the... We they don't even say gay they say you know the f word for for yes. the, the der- derogatory word but we understand that it is super important to love on people like Jesus mm-hmm. loves yes and it's super important we are not the judge we know who the judge is and one day he will come back and it says every knee will bow every tongue yes. will confess but we are witnesses of God's awesome changing power yes, so I would like for us to understand again that people would understand all Christians are not the same and they don't always have the same belief systems just like Muslims don't have the same belief systems just like Catholics don't have the same belief systems there's a lot of different people groups but in this uh, podcast that you're hearing from we want to speak about the love of Christ and to say we have heart issues You have heart issues. You know people with heart issues. And the Lord wants to free you. Our Heavenly Father wants to free you from those heart issues. Yeah, those heart issues. Look, he said the light when you're in the light. And in Psalms, it talks about that when you're under the light, that it exposes everything that's inside. And sometimes we we might read that scripture and be like, I don't want to be exposed God doesn't need to expose you to the whole world. This is between you and him, between you and God. When his light comes, it exposes all things because some things we don't understand that's in our hearts. So it's like, how do we repent when we don't even know we do it? So it's called denial. So, or that we just, we don't know. So we're either in denial about something or we don't know. So God's light, Jesus comes and shows us and reveals what's in our heart. And sometimes we're all like, dang, that's in my heart. The good, the bad, and all the ugly. He will reveal what's in our heart. Because we got to deal with those things, those issues of life. See, because the heart is very deceitful. Don't be saying, oh, you know what? I feel in my heart that I should be with that person. You better check something else, get some statistics and some facts and evidence Do behind a background that. Check, background check, uh, social security, his name. check if he's ever been um <laughs> what do you call it in jail, why why he been in jail. Don't go with your heart. Your heart is very deceitful, baby. Uh, you have to have that's why we need to change our heart for a heart of God, like after God, because when we start understanding God's heart, 
We'll start loving what he loves and we'll start hating what he hates. And so we can't just trust our heart all the time. That's just not, it's not going to happen because it says that out of, out of the heart are the issues of life. So everything good, bad comes out of the heart. Now, let me tell you something. I don't know what you've done. You don't know what I've done. And God is not surprised with what he's going to find in your heart. Okay. So I'm just letting you know. He's not surprised of all your secrets, whatever's in the closet, all the skeletons. In the closet. He's not afraid and he's not, you're not going to get Jesus like, oh my, I can't believe Mario. Yeah, the blood of Christ. The blood of me. He would be like, the, <laughs> the blood, blood of me. <laughs> because I can't believe what you have. He already knows. Yeah. He needs us to repent and first know that we do it and then repent for yeah. it and ask God to change our heart. Yeah. You see, anything you've done, I don't know what you've done. Anything you've done is forgivable. If you repent and you come to him and you ask him, create in me a clean heart that I may not sin against you. Guess what? My heavenly father will hear you and he will forgive you. He wants a relationship with you. He wants to perform this heart transplant on you. He does. And so I'm asking you, I'm asking you to go before the Lord tonight and tell him, Lord, I give you this heart of stone. I give you this heart of stone. Sometimes I don't feel anything because you've been hurt so much. You've built walls. And I give you this heart of stone. Because God can't do nothing with that heart of stone. And he I, can't go nowhere. I like this scripture. It's in Proverbs Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5. It says, And when things do not make sense to our hearts, trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding. Mm. And I, I believe that verse is perfect because a lot of times I hear, Well, Pastor Mara, you don't know what I've been through. You don't know what happened to me. And I, t- and I tell them right back, Well, that's, you know, I... I understand and I'm right there with you because you don't know what I've been through and you don't know what has happened to me. And as they start talking, the biggest surprise of a lot of the people that we counsel is when we say, oh, really? Me too. Because it starts with a conversation Mm -hmm. and we could use the woman at the well. It started with a conversation between Jesus and the woman at the well. It started with a conversation. And a lot of us first the woman at the well in that story, she had a conversation with who? She had a conversation with Jesus. She didn't recognize him first as Jesus. She didn't re- And sometimes us as Christians, we don't recognize who we're supposed to talk to. We like to go and talk to everybody else and their mother's uncle instead of going to our heavenly father. Yeah. And sometimes we lean on our own understanding. And when we lean on our own understanding, that's what that's how we got into the mess in the first place. Because you know We got we, ourselves in trouble. Dude, we, how many times have you got yourself in yeah, trouble? And that's the awesome gift that God gives us is that's the gift of free will to choose to choose to say, Well, you know, I want to believe in God or I don't want to believe in God. Mm-hmm. He gives us the gift of free will. He gave you the gift of free will. That's why he doesn't choose a mate for you. He sure won't. Yeah, he doesn't. Because you're not going to be like, God, why did you give me this man? (laughs) No, Jesus is like, "Mm, 
you chose him. Yeah. You chose her. Free will. I wasn't in that. Yeah, free will. And so we just, I just, we're, <laughs> we're going to end pretty soon, but check it out. We, a lot of us, we have this heart of stone. And it's difficult for us to give up certain things because we've been hurt. But the word of God talks to us about it. And I'm learning this. It was good that I was afflicted. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I could actually say that now. Lord, it was good that I was afflicted. It was good that you allowed me to go through those things. Yeah. It was good what you... Man, I don't know if you guys watched the video of our wedding vows, but Candy talked about what the Lord removed from her, Mm -hmm. removed from us. Mm -hmm. And um, I could honestly say that scripture that talks about It was good that I was afflicted. It was good that I went through the storm. It was good that you allowed me. Because in those places, that's where I learned the most. That's where my faith uh, withstood the storm. Yeah. That's where I got to know him and draw closer to him. Yes. That's where I learned how to fight and to have a tenacity to love Jesus and to say, you know what? I found the answer. It is Jesus Christ. And to share with people, yes. share with people his love, his mercy and kindness. Because a lot of us, especially church people, Jesus has been misrepresented to you. You know his religious ways, his stats, his acts, but you do not know him as a personal savior and we want to share with you like you could have a relationship with him and tonight you could ask him for a heart transplant that your heart would be more like his and it's a daily because I fail I fail I fail miserably sometimes you know then I have to go back and say Lord help me man like I I didn't handle that situation well help me I had a bad attitude help me I went to sarcasm again help me you know I, I went to ugly thinking mm-hmm. help me I got an attitude again yeah Lord I wanted to pop off again father I want to be disrespectful you know um it, it just constant constant Lord help me Lord help me with my words Lord that I may not you know, speak before I even think about what I'm saying, Lord. Let me have self-control, Father. Help me with me being late, Lord. Help me, you know, help me create in me a clean heart, Father. Let me be more like you, Lord. Let me love like you love, Lord. Let me be, because how am I supposed to minister to his people when I have an attitude? How am I supposed to talk to them about the love of Christ when I want to talk to this sister, but the other sister, I want to cut her throat? Like that doesn't work. That doesn't work. It, it, you, it, sweet water and bitter water can't come from the same stream. So one of them got to go. Which one's going to go? Okay. Which you, one's going to go? Which one am I going to submit to? One of them got to go. And that bad attitude, that candy, that old candy, she got to go. She died already. And she keeps on trying to revive herself. CP, CPR on herself. I'm like, no, you, you died. You got to go. The new creation the Christ-like candy needs to live because that old self died and she keeps on trying to creep up. And I'm here to tell you that that it's okay if you're in that transaction, man. It's like a it's 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 a it's transformation. It's it's a progress. 
Right. I, 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 you know, there's people that say, well, I was, you know, delivered like that. I'm yeah. praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yeah. But some people, it's not like that. It's a progress. It's, it, you're, it's progressive transformation. Yeah. And so it, you know, when God it, is changing you, you know, little by little, uh, just hold on to him and trust him, but understand that God has to put you through painful things to break your heart and heart. When he said, it was good for me to be afflicted. You know, when your heart is broken, that's when God can talk to you. That's, can, that's when his word can be seated in you. So sometimes he has to allow us to be broken so we can even give him the time of day. Other than that, you wouldn't talk to him. And so it was good for me to be afflicted, meaning that you need to say, thank you, Jesus, for the pain that you gave me. Thank you, Jesus, for the hard time. Thank you, Jesus, for removing the people that you removed, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You may not know it now, but if you knew the spiritual, the spiritual results and the outcome, you would be praising him right now. I didn't know when I was going through everything I was going through, divorce and just the, just the, the pain to be disappointed again. You know, a, a child gone, one of my children gone, and it doesn't matter how long it's been. Her room is still there. That chair is still empty. On Christmas, that's one less gift that I buy that I'm used to buying. So it may not, you, you may think, oh, well, time, well, time will heal. Time makes it, I mean, bearable. bearable. You know that you're getting closer to seeing her or him, you know, who's in heaven. But that pain is there. And and because of that pain, God used that pain for me to, to get his word rooted in me. Dirt has to be broken up. They tilled the dirt. Tilling is breaking up the dirt. If the dirt was super hard and they put a seed on it, do you think it's going to get rooted and, and grow anything? No. That that dirt has to be broken up. It needs to be so soft. You put a seed in there and it'll grow. That's your heart. God has to break it however it needs to be broken. That way when his word comes, it could be rooted in you. Yeah. Whoa. Heart transplant. Yeah, heart transplant. Guys, we hope you guys like the show. If you have any questions or um, concerns, go ahead and check out. Um, you could go ahead and post. Make sure you share. Also, we just want to thank all the viewers. Uh, we're Again, we're thinking about starting at 7.30 Pacific time. Please reply. Yeah, let us Say know. something in comments. Let us know. Would 7.30 or 7 be better for you guys? Uh, let us know. Um, what time and also we're just getting ready to launch different things uh, check it out we're going going to we have a new emblem we changed the emblem yeah, of candy in the neighborhood it's really so. cool we want to thank my cousin Anthony Abeda in the OC um, dude it looks it looks really cool. Uh, we're getting some videos made. Yes, some new videos we are getting made. videos made. Um, professional videos, professional made. videos made. And, and we are actually going to launch too. We haven't set a date, but yeah. Candy in the Neighborhood will have a launch date. It's going to be party time. We're going to invite everybody. everybody to we're going to go live um, wherever we go. 
I don't know where we're going to go do it yet. <laughs> we're but... thinking Vegas just so it's a good meeting point for our friends from the East Coast. Montana, I'm just kidding. No, it's going to be in Bakersfield. It's going to be in Bakersfield, but we'll call you guys. We're going to have a big live party. It's going to be cool. We're going to invite you guys. We'll have t-shirts, hats, bumper stickers, a lot of cool stuff. We're getting just redoing the whole show. And, and um, yeah. Yeah, we don't know really if cool. it'll be the endings of this year or the beginnings Beginning of, of next, next year. year. Yeah. But stay tuned. We're going to launch out Candy in the Neighborhood. It's something new. It's something big. God is dealing with us. We're going to get us. a bigger studio. We're going to get a bigger studio. Because we, we want to have people on, um, like Pastor James Ranger, Pastor Bart, Lewis Cruz. Uh, maybe we could get my Uncle Mark from uh, Arizona, Pastor Pudgy from Pennsylvania. Um, just different people. Uh, my cousin Daniel uh, from Los Angeles. So we're going to have people different people on the show talking about different topics it'll still be candy in the neighborhood um but it's coming at you in a different perspective yeah still really cool real personable god bless you guys we yes. love you guys peace out new life if you guys don't have a local fellowship please come and join us man worship was on point and yes. the word was on point this sunday oh you missed out if you didn't go and i want to say this uh we we always you know we talk about New Life TC and New Life is one church with many locations so we want to say that we're not like oh yeah TC is better than Southwest or is better than no. Northwest we're one church uh, many locations so come check it out they all have different feels um do I'm telling you it's amazing time okay wait I need to tell you guys this if you know that God is asking you to serve and you don't know in what capacity? Maybe it might just be serving coffee, helping us serve the children donuts. Guys, at our church, at our local fellowship, we have lots of children that come by themselves to church. With no okay? parents. With no, no parents. No parents. We live next to a tra I mean, our, we live, our church is next to a trailer park and apartment complex. These children come to church without a parent. So they come and they're excited about donuts and coffee. So we need children's people to church. we need people to help in children's church. We need people to help with greeting, just greeting these children and talking to them and and Loving telling them that they're you know you know they're awesome and they're amazing. Telling them who God really intended them to be because we want to talk to them as children. And lead them the way to the Lord. So even if they go off, they're going to come back to Jesus. They need to have Jesus. And so I'm telling you guys, we have places in coffee, in the coffee cart, um, greeters, Greeters. children's church, Ushers. ushers. We need help. And this Wednesday, actually at church, if you are interested in, um, serving and helping in any capacity, in any capacity, um, Come to Terrace Campus, 710 Terrace Way. We're going to go out on um, the podcast. So podcast is going to be over. We'll continue on Facebook.